welcome to the Corporate Life Podcast. My name is Hina Siddiqui and I loved and hated my corporate jobs for years. This podcast is going to empower you to go high on your career without losing yourself. I invite you to join me each week as we hear real cool stories of the real cool corporate people doing real things in the corporate world. And the experiences and advice can change your story too. Hey, I'm Hina Siddiqui and you are listening to the Corporate Life Podcast. What comes to your mind when you hear the word betrayal? If you ask me, I would probably say that's unfair. We cannot justify betrayal in any situation or circumstance. I'm sure you would never want to betray anyone, at least not willingly. But what if I say that there's high possibility that you are betraying yourself in your life and in your job? Did that roll your eyes? Laura, who's my guest today, is going to talk about three top things that you may be doing to betray yourself and sabotage your career. The very beautiful Laura is a former corporate attorney turned betrayal recovery expert, best-selling author, life choreographer, and the creator of Flaunt, the fun antidote for corporate betrayal. She helps people see how they are betraying themselves at work when they seek to please, confirm, and perform instead of flaunting themselves as they authentically are. Now, let me tell you that I have never met a betrayal recovery expert before, and I'm so excited to start chatting with her. Hey, Laura, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to start chatting as well. Great. And how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm really looking forward to sharing these tips because I know how they have changed my life. So Laura, honestly, I don't really know any betrayal recovery expert. I'm curious to know what inspired you to become a betrayal recovery expert and how did how did the journey start and took shape? Oh, that's such an interesting question. It's one of those things that unfortunately I had an intensely painful personal experience around betrayal. Mm-hmm. After 23 years of marriage, I learned that my husband had been unfaithful to me oh, for 15 of those years with multiple women. As you can imagine, it was devastating. It pulled the rug out from under me and it made me question really the fabric of reality. As I started to learn about betrayal and and what it does to a person and, and what it really means and how to rebuild trust and how to move forward, it started making me look back on my life. And I started realizing that so many of my corporate experiences, that my experiences practicing law were really betrayals. And I started realizing, yeah, all the ways that I had betrayed myself. And it really made me start thinking, wow, it's not really burnout that I was feeling. It wasn't really overwhelmed that I was feeling when I would be struggling at work. It was really that I was struggling with betrayal. That Yeah. And I I had situations where I had betrayed myself. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But there were also situations where the system or a person was betraying me specifically, but Mm -hmm. it was just set up for me not to win. It was just Mm -hmm. set up for me not to succeed and how I was internalizing Mm -hmm. those experiences as a betrayal when it was really nothing about me 
It was just that the way things were, and I was internalizing it, that I was the problem and that I could fix this. Yeah, I can totally understand that. It must be really, really devastating. Absolutely. Absolutely. After dealing with my personal betrayal, after looking back at all of these corporate experiences, what I did is I started applying the learning Mm -hmm. and the skills that I had learned in my personal marital betrayal. And I started applying them to myself into my work life, into my corporate life. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those things where I thought, oh my gosh, these skills work such as processing grief, Mm -hmm. allowing myself space and time to breathe, to feel my emotions, to grieve when my expectations weren't met, even if it was a small expectation. And then to start rebuilding trust with myself to start really creating boundaries around my needs and my wants. Yeah. And then I think most importantly too, to start validating myself because so often we look to other people outside of ourselves for a sense of validation and accomplishment. So yeah, an example might be, you know, at work, we've got a project. We want to do that project well, but instead of seeking to go within and to say, how would I feel proud? How can I best use my skills and my knowledge and my creativity to make this project work? We look to outside sources, whether it's a coworker or a boss or a corporate board, And we just think, how can I please? How can I please? And we, yeah, we do whatever we think they expect of us. Right. Yeah. And then when we succeed, all we've done is we have met their standards. We have met their bar, but we've left our heart out. We've left our soul and our personality out. And we haven't brought all of our gifts to the table. Well, that's, that's a betrayal. We, we have, yeah, we all have these unique gifts. We all have these abilities and we're not bringing them in. And then we're not validating ourselves. If somebody doesn't like the work that we've done, Mm -hmm. we're like, oh, I'm such a failure. I I knew Mm -hmm. I was an imposter. I knew I couldn't do this. I, I, I need one more class. I need to go take another certification. I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. Instead of validating, you know, I brought in all of my heart. I expanded on some creative aspects of things. I innovated. Mm-hmm. And even though it maybe didn't turn out the way we were all hoping, yeah. I still did a really good job. And I've learned. Next time I might try these other things, but I'm still going to go all in with my heart. So I'm not betraying myself. So I'm showing up fully in my career. Yeah. And that's so common, uh, corporate folks, most of the times, because I have always been there. I have uh, seen all this corporate culture and the way we behave and you yeah. know, uh, perform and we try to meet the other people's expectations and we don't really value ourselves. And this is, and this looks very normal. Like we don't even question it ever. It's like because everybody is doing it, so it's okay for us to do right. And we, yes. yeah, and we just settle for less than we are worthy of. Absolutely, absolutely. And like that, you know, I what I always talk about is pleasing. Like that, we seek to please, mm-hmm. and then we 
to conform and to perform too. If ever, like we might feel very strongly that we want to come home, whether it's for our family or to take care of our animals Mm -hmm. or just to go be able to work out or take a walk and enjoy our own personal life. When people around us are showing up early, are not going home, are volunteering to take on extra work, pretty soon we start conforming to that. We start betraying ourselves. We start encroaching upon our own boundaries and saying, yeah, that's fine. I can Mm -hmm. take on an extra project. Sure, I have time to do that. I'll get there early. And we think that we're just being this good employee or we're being a, yeah, showing that we're willing to work, but really we're, we're betraying ourselves. And also as a woman, I feel like we're betraying other women too, because we set up that standard that Mm -hmm. no, we are no different than men. We can show up. And that's a tough thing to say, because I know there's gender norms and I know some people fit the gender norms and some people don't, Mm -hmm. but the reality is when you look at research, women do carry the bulk of the emotional labor and they do carry the bulk of the caregiving responsibility. And, and I really think it's time that we stood up, supported ourselves, Mm. stopped betraying ourselves and other women and started saying, I would love to take on that other project. And at five o'clock, it's time for me to go home and I'm not going to do it because I'm going to be a role model for other women who also have responsibilities at home, as well as for other men and women who don't maybe have other have to responsibilities, but still deserve to come home and to have that personal space. Definitely. I totally agree with you. And Laura, you say that infidelity and betrayal does not destroy you. It sets you free. Could you please uh, elaborate a bit on that? Oh, yes. There's a difference between exposing yourself, exposing your gifts, Mm -hmm. and feeling exposed by another person. Yeah. What infidelity and betrayal does is it literally exposes you. It rips away your safety. It rips away your security. Mm -hmm. It exposes the worst parts about you, Mm -hmm. all of your fears, all of your insecurities, And it puts it all out there for the world to see. And yes. And on the one hand, while it is absolutely horrifying, Mm -hmm. it also makes you realize, you know what? Here I am metaphorically naked. You're seeing the worst parts of me. You're Mm -hmm. seeing me in grief, in fear, in confusion. You are seeing me being completely beat up and I'm still here breathing. And I'm still capable of connecting and smiling and moving forward. And it's one of those things that, you know, they say, you know, once you've been through the fire, you understand, you know, you can keep going on. But it's so true. I hate so much. I have love to give. I have wisdom to give. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I moved through that experience, I was afraid of nothing. I can do anything and I can fail. And I'm still going to be okay. So why not try? Why not go ahead and create and be beautiful and loving and kind? And it's all going to be fine. Yeah. And that's such a beautiful way to look at it. Because when we are feeling ourselves, like, you know, when we are finding ourselves betrayed, 
It's like yes. we put ourselves in a state where we are questioning ourselves, what good we did, what bad we did. Yes. And what, what, you know, brought us to this situation, to this circumstance. And then everything else. And again, I would say that it depends on how you take it because you have been really brave that you could make such beautiful uh, stuff out of the kind of bad experiences that you have had. It's really, you know, a huge courage. It demands huge courage. Yes. And I, I like to say that there's really a difference between being victimized yeah. and remaining a victim because all humans, unfortunately, get victimized. Yeah. You know, we have bad things happen to us, but it's our choice yeah. whether we yeah. want to stay in that place of I am a victim and feeling resentful mm-hmm. and, you know, fe- being filled with revenge and hate and yeah. choosing to process and to move on. And that was definitely a choice that I made. I chose to not remain a victim. I chose to make something of this. And I help people do that all the time. And and yes, I know that it's difficult. And yes, I know that it takes courage. But to anybody listening, you can move through this. You really can create something better than before. That's, That's a lovely advice. When it comes to looking for a job, most people get it wrong. They would keep on using their one and only resume to apply for any and every open job position in their industry without getting clear on what's right for them. They would avoid correct and targeted networking and stay dependent on job sites. And the truth is that over 70% of jobs are never posted on job boards or job websites. Plus the wrong and scarcity mindset and lack of self-belief, and this is huge. But unfortunately, most job seekers don't deal with this. And no wonder that they keep on struggling with their job hunt and most of them will make a compromise by accepting just any random job because they want money to pay the bills, which is a valid reason. If that's you, come join me on my job search coaching program where I guide you through with the right strategy, your mindset upgrade, which is about 80% in all my programs and taking inspired and focused consistent action. You may book a free strategy call with me. Find the link on the episode page. Laura, I totally agree that most corporate people are betraying themselves much more than anyone else at work. So what are the top three things that the corporate folks are doing to betray themselves and sabotage their career? The top three things that people are doing is first seeking to please. Mm -hmm. Instead of really participating in the conversation at work, instead of really understanding assignments and innovating and bringing their full selves to Mm -hmm. work, they simply seek to please. They, you know, ask, um, they assume, and they just seek to please based on what somebody else says. Mm -hmm. And the fact of the matter is you were hired because you've got something special. So when you, yeah, unless you bring your full self and really begin to innovate and instead of just seeking to please go higher than that Mm -hmm. and really create, that's the first way that people betray themselves. Mm -hmm. The second way they betray themselves is they seek to conform. They look around and they see what what the culture is and what other people are doing and Mm -hmm. what is expected. And they do just that. And while it's, there's such a balance, of course, it's important to fit in in certain ways. They just try to fit in. Yes. Yeah. 
But it's also important to see people who are struggling, Mm -hmm. to allow for a full range of diverse hairstyles, diverse Mm -hmm. clothing, diverse religious practices or beliefs. And yeah, and instead of always just trying to fit in, to call everybody in. Mm -hmm. So the workplace truly does become diverse and beautiful. And so we can start learning from other people. And every time we tone down our personality Mm -hmm. or only wear dull colors instead of bright colors, because bright colors make us happy, Mm -hmm. really betraying our identity, Mm -hmm. our sense of self. And the third way that people betray themselves is when they really just focus on performance. I, I can do more. I, I can beat out everybody else. I can work longer, faster. I can run run faster and jump higher and, mm-hmm. and I can do it. <laughs> and they fo- focus on performance instead of the human aspect yes, of relating. Yeah, and being at work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think we are bettering ourselves when we are in the wrong jobs and wrong environments. And I mm-hmm. have done that too in the past. When we are in a job that does not align with our core purpose in life, we are losing our authenticity and just trying to fit in everywhere. Keep giving a mediocre performance, you know, and that's obviously a betrayal to the organization we work for and to ourselves even more. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And that just breeds so much resentment and bitterness. Yeah. And, and- When we hold resentment and bitterness in our bodies, in our hearts, first of all, it's not fun. (laughs) It makes it not fun to be about because or be around because all we do is complain about our job and my work, blah, blah, blah. But also, yeah, but also in our bodies, it's studies show that it is not healthy to be negative and to be grouchy and to be stressed out all the time. It's not physically healthy. And we know there's a mental health crisis. Hmm. We know that there's also a lot of problems around, you know, physical maladies, Hmm. around stress and anxiety. Yet we continue to do that to ourselves. Yes, absolutely. And I love the acronym FLAUNT, the way you created it. This is a very interesting concept. Would you please tell us tell us more about it? Absolutely. FLAUNT is the antidote to betrayal. Mm-hmm. FLAUNT is an acronym and mm-hmm. it stands for the five things that I truly hope all people do every day in order to bring their full selves mm-hmm. to work to stop betraying themselves and to really live a life of personal and professional satisfaction. The F stands for find your fetish. Mm -hmm. And that just means return to the things that bring you joy. If it's connection, if it's research, if it's creativity, find those things that bring you joy and do them. Also on a personal level, if you enjoy walking or gardening or reading, Make time for that because it will fulfill you and it will make you a better, more solid person. Yeah. L, yeah. L stands for laugh out loud. Mm. Never underestimate the power of laughter. Mm. Laughing feels good and it also brings connection. Mm. Yes, I understand that things can be serious at work, but there's always room for a laugh. If you make a mistake, Mm. you can you can laugh. Oh my goodness, I'm so (laughs) sorry. It when we laugh, it really breaks down barriers and it helps everybody around us understand that it's okay. We're all imperfect and we can move forward. 
And it, I mean, it just makes us feel better. So why not? Yeah. AU is the golden center of flaunt. And that stands for accept unconditionally. Yeah. Both ourselves and other people. So often we think that we can change other people just by expecting something different from them. And the fact of the matter, going back to what you said about being in the wrong company, Mm -hmm. we have to accept that that's maybe the wrong company. Maybe Mm -hmm. they have different values and yeah, that's okay. We have to accept that there's a difference there. And yeah, because if we're always hoping that somebody else will change, Mm -hmm. we're just hurting ourselves, except unconditionally that this might be the wrong job then you can start making decisions based on that reality and making yourself true. happy. Yeah. N stands for navigate the negative. Mm-hmm. Things happen. Things happen with other people. Things happen with corporations. Things happen with you. When we get locked in that mindset of mm-hmm. things either being right or wrong, good or bad, black or white, we really set ourselves up for a lot of misery. Yeah. When yeah. we start yeah, just navigating things happen. What can I do? What is a middle step? What is maybe the most immediate next step? Mm-hmm. Our life starts feeling more like a flow mm-hmm. and a dance instead of a series of these catastrophic, oh no, this didn't work. I didn't get this job. Oh no. Oh no. Just navigate yeah. and flow. Yeah. yeah. And then the very last step of flaunt is T and that stands for trust in your truth. Mm. And that just means turn within, listen to that voice inside. Remember who you are. Mm. Remember how you want to be and have the courage to stand up, to show yourself, to trust that truth and to move forward in your own integrity. I always tell the people that I work with one-on-one coaching Mm -hmm. to know yourself and show yourself. And so many people get stuck because they say, I don't know myself. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've lost touch with who I am. Yeah. And that, that's so important. We, we have to know ourselves. We have to trust ourselves before we're able to show up for ourselves at home, at work, and in our communities. Yeah. And we have lost ourselves. We don't know ourselves. You know, we have yet yes. to do a lot of work. And I can totally uh, agree with that because I keep on meeting people in my coaching programs where they really don't know about themselves. They don't know what you know excites them, what motivates them, what inspires them. Rather yeah. than they would just look at the outside. Yes, absolutely. And that is so important. And I, yeah. and I think that's part of the reason the coaching industry is such a big industry yes. right now. So many people are realizing yeah. I don't know who I am. I don't know my values. I don't know what I stand for. And until yeah. I know all of that, how can I get what I want? Absolutely. That's really true. What's the best way to contact you in case we need your help? Oh, wonderful. My website is Laura Cheadle, and that's L-O-R-A-C-H-E-A-D-L-E.com. Mm-hmm. But I also have um, a handout, a PDF, and it's called The Top Three Ways We Betray Ourselves Every Day and What to Do About Them. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, it's a wonderful handout. And listeners can get that if they go to burnout or betrayal.com. Okay, I'll make sure that I, I include the link in the show notes. 
Oh, please do, because it's very helpful. I will. Thank you so much for joining us today, uh, Laura. It was such a lovely and knowledgeable conversation. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you. So we struggle in jobs because we try to be someone we are not. We blindly follow others' footsteps and stay stuck in our jobs for money and perhaps for social reasons. But it doesn't have to be that way. Because when we are not being our authentic self, aren't we betraying ourselves? Are we really doing justice with our job? Just think about it. You can connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know how you like this episode. So that's it for this week. I'll see you next week. Love you guys and girls. Stay happy and safe. Thank you for tuning in. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and go to my website, authorhina.com for career training tools and resources. Don't forget to check out my latest book, Secrets of the Six-Figure Employee with Zero Stress. It's available on Amazon.